0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Michigan should be strict of every win during the Harbaugh era. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Sione Vaki for Heisman campaign manager. And with me, as always, is AJ. James Franklin's in trouble. Should probably steal some signs himself. Marchese.
0: Hey, ain't nothing wrong with loving Big Ten football, Rob.
1: Today we're talking to all the NFL draft prospects who battered, shattered, and splattered during week eight of college football. Let's Seven.
0: Seven. 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 One.
1: The home team,
0: let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And, and that's, a that's a song. Today's episode
1: of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Big Red, the Western Kentucky mascot. He's red, he's furry, and he was created by Ralph Carey in 1979. And he's meant to symbolize the spirit of Western Kentucky students and alumni, as well as the sports team's nickname, the Hilltoppers. A name chosen because the school's campus sits atop a hill that's 232 feet above the Barren River, flowing through Western Kentucky's home city of Bowling Green. You know who was flowing through defenses uh, in in Week 8 of college football?
0: Ooh, Ron.
1: My best freshman, Oklahoma receiver Nick Anderson, who um, was kind of the difference, I think, in, in stopping the upset uh, against UCF?
0: Uh, some call that a, a potential upset. Not me. I thought. Uh, I uh, thought six, the next should have had it.
1: 209 hundred nine pound freshman who's been like Oklahoma's go to receiver mm-hmm. this year. Red shirt freshman. Um, has had a couple big games. Just b- big explosive. He's, he's a lot of fun. skills. Yeah. He's a good player. And, and like Oklahoma hasn't like, it's not the same Lincoln Riley receivers all day, Oklahoma, but maybe he's it, the next one.
0: I mean, it's a good receiving. They got the Ali Farouk Anthony obviously yeah, they, went down, but he was, he was playing well.
1: They Yeah. Anthony was, I think the one who was like, Oh, this guy's got juice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it, I I think it's better as a core than it
0: is individually. Yeah, but Nick it looks like the best. Yeah.
1: Although I, I would sell my soul for Julio Farouk jersey.
0: To be so lucky. Um, speaking of lucky, the Trojans are lucky to have. Uh, I mean, they lost, but they're lucky to have Zachariah Branch. Uh, yeah. the only good thing happening in L. A. Um, <laughs> transfer. He should transfer. Go to uh, go to a real L. A. School. Go Bruins. Um, that, that that punt return was just... Man, he, he's... I mean, we've seen it time and time again. But he's going to be... I mean, he already is so special. But he's got how the chance many, to be like the, one of the greatest return men of all time.
1: How many players in college football are, are, are we... Like, if you're a defense... Are you scared on any given touch he can house it regardless Mm-mm. of the situation? Because that's kind of what you get with him. He's so dynamic in space yeah. Um, that, yeah, he can break any punt, any kick for six. He's also, uh, on those, like, jet sweep plays, he, he's so good with the ball in his hands. And he's been a very productive receiver. Like, they have so, many, so much depth yeah. that, like, they don't have to lean on him there. And so his big impact obviously comes in the return game. But, I mean, he's gonna be so special I think
0: that speed is just freaky it's, he's yeah, gonna he be is.
1: like such an interesting I, I hate to because he's such a special college football player already, but he's gonna be such an interesting NFL draft evaluation 2026
0: yeah I mean it's, it's gonna be yeah just seeing how he you know steps up I mean next year I'm sure he'll have lots of opportunities as a receiver you know and how he steps up into that role and hey see what USC looks like next year in general but yeah, he's a hell of a lot of fun.
1: Um, I think one of the one of the only, if not the only player in college football with over three hundred punt and kick return yards.
0: He's like he's gonna. I don't know. He's gonna be an all time retirement when he leaves. Uh, well, when he leaves college, I won't say USC because maybe that's this year.
1: Woo-hoo-hoo. Maybe he transfers home. You know where he's from.
0: Uh I don't actually.
1: Vegas. You back, baby.
0: So. <laughs> they are six and one, baby.
1: Uh, do you have any more best friends? No,
0: I thought it was a soft freshman week.
1: Yeah, loaded sophomore week, and I think Vocky has to be where we start. Definitely. Running back slash safety for Utah, who went from being a productive potential NFL player at safety to being the difference maker for the Utah on offense against USC against yep. Zachariah Branch. Um, ran for 68 yards, added 149 and two scores as a pass catcher, two tackles playing safety. It's... He like this type of player is the, like, the heart and soul of what Utah has been, under Kyle Whittingham. Like, just the that and they brought this up a lot on the broadcast. But the next man up mentality and it's just mind boggling that this guy is basically who who ran for 158 yards the week before against Cal. On the season, he has six and a half TFLs. Over 200 rushing yards, over 140 receiving yards. Like, it's ridiculous. He's, uh, it It's like Miles Jack all over again.
0: <laughs> I mean, you mean Michael Bernard all over again. Um, who do you give the, the Horning Award to if the season ended today?
1: I think it, if Vahki's doing this down the rest of the year. I yeah.
0: Mean, That's crazy that, like, Hunter could lose it, though. Like just um, Yeah, I mean. It's a real race. Yeah. Is, is this the best Paul Horning Award
1: race we've ever seen? Definitely. <laughs> that I, yeah, definitely.
0: That like, I, but can I think
1: that the, the difference would be that Valky's doing it for, and it's funny the put back 12, but Valky's potentially like the the blue-chip difference maker on offense for a team that could be playing in the Rose Bowl. Versus like Travis Hunter, obviously it's...
0: Oh, you, you think Colorado's Rose Bowl? Chances are he, shot? Yeah, yeah maybe.
1: <laughs> Uh, obviously, what what Travis Hunter's done in in, yeah. in fewer games is more impressive on offense. But like, I don't know. I I think the circumstances would, would be the difference.
0: Like you said, like he's been a legit safety, but then like he's looking like a like one of the best satellite backs in the country too. Like the movement ability is pretty impressive. The speed, the hands, yeah, it's it's crazy what he's doing too. I
1: love the Hornung Award. I just want to make it's, that it's, clear. It's
0: the best award, and second is the Broyles. This, this and, is my top two.
1: Last year, it went to a Pac-12 player, Jack Coletto.
0: <laughs> I love when it's like the Jack Colettos and not just like you know, Jabril Peppers or something.
1: Do you know Devonta Smith won it for playing receiver yeah, and being returned? Yeah,
0: in? that was such a lame one. No offense uh, to me.
1: Devontae. You you either have to be playing on offense and defense, or you have to be Limboden, and you're playing quarterback, but you're not supposed
0: to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good take.
1: Like, Christian McCaffrey winning is bogus.
0: Odell Beckham won it? I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. That's lame. Yeah, it's super lame.
1: Anyway, it's the most important award to us. Uh, uh, who, who else you got here? <laughs> um,
0: uh, how, about, how about Squirrel White? Squirrel White yeah. coming up big against the Crimson Tide. Well, he's <laughs> lucky to have Joe Milton putting the ball on him. Yeah, Milton's best game in a long time. Yeah. Uh, 10 grabs on their 11 yards. Touchdown. Milton didn't really put the touchdown on him. I mean, it was a good throw, but better catch by a squirrel to, you know, to to track that, bring that in, get his feet down in bounds at the front pylon. That was a help of a play. Uh, I like Squirrel White. He's, he's going to be a fun Evel coming out, you know, in the summer next year, too. Um, yeah, that's was a good play. Good game. Uh,
1: same, same, uh, same team. James Pierce at edge on the other side. I know he just, um, he ended up with just one sack against Bama, but He's been super impressive yeah. all year, and he looks like a future first-round type of SEC pass rusher. Just the length, the explosiveness. Um, he he bends really well for a 6'5 pass rusher. I think he's going to be a, a really special guy. And I think next year's edge class is shaping up to be pretty freaking nasty.
0: Yeah, and like especially with this year's... I mean, I don't know. It hasn't been as good as it's it's as it looked like it's advertised. You know, um, yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, one more defensive player going to uh, Penn State. I, I didn't think it was like a banner game for Abdul Carter, but just like you know, really focusing on him, I thought it was pretty impressive. Uh, nine tackles had that really nice um, PBU getting up there in space, just like it's an impressive specimen. Obviously, you know the the hype around him and really well built and Penn State's LBU. Uh, so I mean, go ahead, yeah.
1: Even on that one play where uh, he didn't end up making the tackle, um, but just like it, he came down on a run and he ended up like causing a run stop, even though mm-hmm. he didn't get the tackle. And just seeing how fluid and explosive yeah, he is. Exactly. Um, I'll add Luther Burden because you can put him every week. He had a nasty touchdown catch against South Carolina between two DBs. Uh, and DeSawn. McCullough, who transferred from Indiana to OU, um, another guy who I think is going to be a, a dude we're talking about next year a, a, as one of the top edge rushers. Um, so long, so bendy, and fluid. Six, five, 220, So like a little light in the pants, but man, yeah. he's uh, Brent Venable's using him in a really fun way.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Um, uh, that's everyone I've got. I've Me too keep it moving okay weekday warrior i had to give it to Jalen green and james madison me too with five sacks against marshall leads the country i think he's 13 on the season um dude was a dominant force and he's not like a surefire nfl player (laughs) yeah because he's 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 lacking the nfl size i think he's like six one two forty five or something thank you yeah but like it's not like you know those those guys who sometimes have huge sack numbers and it's like oh they're just kind of running by shitty offensive tackles yeah. or or coming on stunts and it's like manufactured yes. sacks. like yes. he was winning with a legit pass or a strip car yeah. like there was one push pull move that was freaking nasty yeah like he knows what he's doing um i i i wonder if he ends up like just because he's on such a dominant pace i wonder if he ends up at I like the East West Shrine Bowl and he's like one of those day three late darlings uh when it's all said and done.
0: Potential's there. I feel like always this like the small school productive edges always get a look at from one of the all star games, right? Like rightfully so. Um and yeah, I think you could have picked out a couple dudes on the JMU defense. It's just a hell of a fucking unit, but five sacks is five sacks, baby. And yeah, I agree. Like Green looked like uh like it's not just um I don't know, pick out pick out some of the other Pass rushers that have done that. Uh, O'Shane Ziminez is just running by, guys. Yeah. It's, it's Jalen Green just putting on legit moves. Yeah, it looked good. I don't know why he's catching. Why is Ziminez
1: he, catching straight? That's the
0: first one that came to my head. uh who else we got? Jalen Ferguson. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's so sad. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Uh,
1: moving the best prospect? Yep. Offense. Marv. Marv, Marv Maserati, Marv. You mean? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Gus said it so many times. You think I'd remember? I'd, <laughs> I'd never heard it before, and the, he caught like the first pass of the game, and it was from there on out. That's all he was called. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, but I love it. At the same time, finished with eleven catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown in an ugly 20 to 12. Um, Win over Penn State, and, and and truly, he was the difference maker. He's the best player on the field. Ohio yeah. State, I don't, I don't think scores twenty points without him. Um, especially because Egbuka was out, Trivion Henderson was out. Ohio State like was not running the ball very well per per usual. McCord's just like McCord is a fine college quarterback, but he's a bad Ohio State quarterback. If that makes sense, like yeah, if, if yeah. Kyle McCord was starting at, I don't know. Ruckers, he'd be great. Hey, he was better than lair. So.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Well, more on that next year. Um, yeah. And, and, and just, but the the one thing McCord does well is he gets the ball to Marvelous Merv, Mar- 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 is what I keep trying to call Maserati Merv. Maserati thank you. Uh, and like even on poorly, like the touchdown was a poorly thrown. Try right? to to Marvin Harrison, where kind of had to reach behind himself. Hey, then hey, well timed, good timing but, on yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And like, he still managed to just run his way into the end zone. Cruised, just untouched. So yeah. yeah, he's just so fluid in the field. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I, I feel like we've all come into the season with him being a no doubt top five pick, and obviously it's remained that way. But. Be- because of that, like, it's not being given enough attention that he's actually been a better year this year than last year.
0: You know what's not getting enough attention? Rob, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I said I said in the summer I, I like Harrison to win the Heisman, and why isn't he? Why not he up there?
1: I think the first time uh, all season that I heard that be said was after this week, because obviously two, uh, two weeks from bowl, well, a second straight week of Caleb Williams, if he. Uh, Michael Penix looking bad against Arizona State. Like Marvin Harrison, I think like is the best player in college football. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be number one on a lot of draft boards. Regardless of, I don't think he'll be the number one pick because Drake May and Caleb Williams. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, as a Michigan man I'm saying that, that must uh, sting.
0: Well, no, JJ's gonna win. But then again, I have it vacated. So what's the difference? Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought this week for. I mean, we could talk about Kalen King. Elsewise, but you know, constantly getting that matchup against you know a potential first round pick, corner, and just working him You know, um, I just love like, like, like you, like you mentioned, the fluidity, like his ability to just use the subtle movements to create like easy separation in his routes. And it was a lot of just underneath stuff that was free money for him. Um, also, I love that like that wheel they do, where they just clear the space out and just get them wide open. It's like, how does that happen? They make it look so easy. Um, he was like, felt like he was like had his hands out for the ball for like three seconds before the ball was on him too. Um, yeah, just a hell of a performance. Clearly, uh, offensive player of the week in college football. I thought I thought defensive side was a little little more uh, difficult to pick out.
1: I went with JT.
0: I think that's a good pick. I was going to talk with JT the JT olu battle. I feel like that had its own headline. So like, go, let's yeah. go here.
1: So I I, I kind of think overall there wasn't a clear defensive prospect. Which I mean, I think that's in general we've said that more often than not. I mean, I think that's a with the class. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's no blue chip um, blue chip dude. Uh,
1: and I thought JT was just like the most complete game. Um, he, looked, he He had a handful of pressures. He looked really good on those uh, D-line games where they, they'd uh, loop him inside. Uh, he was all over Aller, forcing a lot of poor throws. Um, he did come up with the sack. Uh, he had the PBU. He looked really good setting the edge against the run. Like Penn State's been running the football really well this year, and he was kind of... A big piece of them slowing that down. I just thought it was like a really. It wasn't again. It wasn't like a. Oh, this is a top ten pick type of game. But it was a. This guy's gonna be, just be a really productive, solid NFL player, and I. He might end up in the first round. I'm. I'm a little unsure, but.
0: Yeah, top sixty still for sure. I mean, it was. It was clearly. It was a good game. I thought too. Like the sack was just easy. You know. Uh, it was like, the, the, I, I think it might have been Warren coming backside, was supposed to pick him up off the play action. Like, come on, no chance on there. But yeah, I thought just, I, and I'll talk a little bit more. I guess I'll save it. I'll save it for him in Olu's battle. But yeah, it's just it was a, it was a really solid performance. I totally agree with you. Um, I didn't go there, but I, I also struggled. I ended up, I ended up with just going who I, I thought was the most enjoyable defensive player to watch, and uh, I thought that was Cole Bishop in their win over Utah. It wasn't like a huge statistic mm, a good game. Pick. Wasn't a huge statistic game. The so three tackles, I think that's it. But, well, I love that 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 huge fucking hit he put on to force the incompletion. Uh, that was just big time football. He's been so damn good this year. Um, also, I, you know, we mentioned Branch's 61 yard punt return earlier. He's he just cruising. Watch Cole Bishop on that play. He just chased him down like the goddamn Terminator and uh, saved that potential touch, save the touchdown. Um, that was. I mean, they scored. I think literally the next play. So it wasn't like a huge play, but just just seeing Bishop do that was unreal um he's been so good i mean that that utah defense is is really enjoyable to watch and there's so many like you know just fun players on that on that on that unit um but yeah i thought bishop was just really good and it was a week where i thought there was no one like that it was outstanding so uh give it to
1: him uh, yeah he's again when we get to the safety show in several months i think he'll be like april yeah. fan favorite yeah i agree um, jumping to shooting up the board, you mentioned Alu Fashanu. I'm going to put him here. I thought the best player on Penn State, the second best player on the field opposite. Uh, marvelous. No. Nope. Maserati. Maserati. Uh, there was like several plays where he was the only person on Penn State's offensive line <laughs> holding up the <some> pass protection. <laughs> yes. Right so loaded Ohio State D line. Uh, he looked every part of a top five pick. Uh, He's like about as good as it gets in terms of pass protection from a college left tackle, in my opinion. Pretty much, like just yeah. So smooth, so balanced, so so natural mirroring guys. Um, and this is like this. I think this is the the game you you say if you're you're a scale pound pounding the table for him, you point to this game and be like, he's playing three, four, five future NFL defensive linemen, and is the, they're they're Doing
0: nothing. Yeah, I thought JT was the only one that did any work on him. Um, had, had like that one where like he he got in on um, a hands where he kind of rode Olu a bit. Yeah,
1: even on that one, I thought that was more Laird. Should have stepped up the in the pocket. pocket. Yeah, yeah, he should have.
0: you should have. Um, there was a fourth and thirty at the end of the game, which I mean, any bad position where, where JT kind of got Olu narrow and kind of for, collapsed him into Allaire, But the rest of the pocket was collapsed too. It was not just J, uh, Olu um i thought my favorite one was like on jt at least i mean all the other reps are kind of just too easy too easy for fashanu but on jt i thought it was like he had that really nice uh, to a Malao, put on a nice spin move kind of had him beat but fashanu just really recovered well and like kind of rode him and just gave uh, a kind of enough chance to get out of the pocket and step past him um yeah i thought it was a hell of a performance i agree with you um that was, I think that was the premier battle, even with, uh, I mean, because the other big battle in this game was a little, little too one-sided, I thought. And, uh, yeah, I mean, both of them looked really good. And uh, Fashanu was awesome.
1: I'm going to jump to the Alabama game now and bring up another tackle. I thought J.C. Latham was yes. really good against Tennessee. Yep. It's been kind of all year. Uh, what's his name? Proctor, the freshman it's left been tackle. awful. Get, getting beat every play, and J.C. Latham, like, just like, being steady Eddie yeah. at the opposite of him. Um, yeah, Latham's had a really good year, and I think it's gone underappreciated just because Alabama's been a little wonky on offense this year. But every week he's just kind of, you forget he's on the field because nothing's happening on his side.
0: I agree. I put him for one of my I'll uh, play the box score. I mean, it was kind of cheating. But, you know, Bama gave up four sacks. Like you said, Proctor was struggling. There was pressure con- consistently. Uh, what's the center? I'm blanking on McLaughlin uh wasn't wasn't doing too great either uh but didn't just it's so hum for latham it's like the, the rest of the unit's kind of not doing great and latham's just locking down his side and like you touched on earlier tennessee's got some players up front too so it's not like a you know easy assignment good pick it was a good week for the two of the top tackles i agree with you um also a good week for for qb1 not Drake May, not Caleb Williams, JJ McCarthy, baby, you who know, uh, stealing the signs. It, that doesn't help the offense. Rob. People keep forgetting that. Uh, but he, he looked great against the Spartans. Uh, Twenty-one to twenty-seven, two eighty-seven, four touchdowns. Oh, look
1: great against the Spartans.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure you he would. Hey, some other guys didn't. So, um, yeah, man, he's just he's he's leveling up. He's still not. You know, we still haven't seen the deep shots too much, and that was a struggle. We still haven't seen like too much. You know, his ability to throw the touch throws, but just his ability to make make his ability to move in the pocket and extend plays, but like still stay on schedule is really impressive. He had that one touchdown pass where um he just, just absolutely ripped it by the linebackers' ear, put it on the tight ends. The tight ends had a field day in this game. I was gonna mention that later. Uh Loveland's tight end one next year. Don't don't at me. Um <laughs> and yeah, he was just really fucking impressive. And just you see the arm... You know, the arm talent. Sorry, don't also don't at Rob for mentioning arm talent. Uh, What what, what do they like to say? Oh, good arm. Sorry, good arm, good arm. arm. He's got a good arm. He's got a good arm. and, And he saw it. And now he's unfortunately got the burden of being the Heisman favorite. I'm sure this is going to collapse somehow. But to me, I don't know. To me, he's done enough to be QB3. And it feels like he's still kind of not being propped that way. And I think it's just because Michigan hasn't played anyone yet.
1: Well, but at the same time, this was a week where uh, we saw other quarterbacks getting propped up, struggle against, bad, like, Michael Penix against Arizona State. I, Michigan State and Arizona State are fairly comparable right now. You know what I mean? Only, like, only one I, of them I, has Scadabo, but, yeah. That's a good point. That's a really good point. But, yeah, no, I, I mean, just keep on not having bad games when other people do, and it's going to help you. Yeah. Um, Jumping back to the Alabama-Tennessee game, I just want to say we haven't really mentioned Chris Braswell yes. that much this, uh, this year, and he had a really great game. Yeah, Obviously, Dallas Turner's the, the probable edge one in this class, but Braswell's been rising quietly, super explosive pass rusher. Um, a guy who it kind of took some time for him to – break into the starting lineup at Alabama mm-hmm. but now that he has six and a half sacks this year two against Tennessee uh, freaks this guy but I thought mo- most impressive was the hand use the pass repertoire you saw from him uh, and again a senior so imagine him showing up at the senior bowl I wouldn't be surprised if come April he's a potential first round
0: player I totally agree yeah I was going to say the same thing he's, pretty much, he's climbing and he well, his it, birthday's tomorrow oh happy birthday uh, Chris Um, yeah I totally agree I think he's gonna uh, if he keeps if he keeps this up which I think he's going to he's gonna start sniffing that that first round and like that's a good point seeing what he can do in a senior bowl setting which I think he should shine
1: well
0: okay so he's a he's a top 15 pick now Um, (laughs) how did Biff not get him to Michigan that's the question Um, yeah no Brazil is awesome and you're right we kind of haven't talked about him enough this year so Good week to highlight him. He was awesome. He was my next guy after McCarthy. Um, I'm gonna. How about how about a guy who keeps stacking games now? Bucky Irving for the Ducks. Yeah,
1: that's my next guy.
0: In a in a, you know in a class where the running backs have not shined and a lot of them have disappointed, uh, Bucky Irving has not. He's week in week out. He looks awesome. Had you know 129 yards, two touchdowns, and 15 carries. Had that great um, uh, long touchdown catch and run uh, through the air on the screen screeny kind of setup. It was cool. Um, Had the long touchdown where he just stuck his foot in the ground, like made a guy miss in the hole, and he's gone. We can like he's just making dudes (laughs) miss and and making explosive plays happen. Everything's been awesome this year.
1: Um, dare I say, Junior Gibbs Light, Chavon Baker at UCF, I thought incredible against Oklahoma. Obviously, the the first touchdown was like an eighty-six yard, the corner got goofed type thing, but uh, he also had. One of the most impressive incomplete passes I've ever seen, where at first it looked like he got it, like insane one-handed grab, didn't quite get his toe in bounds, but the body control and the in the in the hand strength to come down with that, he is um, a former SEC receiver who tra- transferred to Central Florida, mm-hmm. uh, and just really like. We talked about him over the summer. Yeah, um, like NFL size six one two zero eight, explosive. Played at Alabama. Like he's he's a guy who's going to be rising. I think.
0: Yeah, and deep class, but uh, no, I, I don't but disagree. Not
1: a good senior group. And no. He's, he's, I I part of me thinks like, man, it's a good year to be a senior receiver, who's who's got the talent. Just because the senior bowl is going to be a wide open opportunity to shoot up the board.
0: Yeah, and we know some teams go to the senior and, you and know, draft based on that. Like, are not going to name any teams, but there, there are some. Um, I'm going to go with uh, a guy who did return last year. Could have came out. And another guy, that's, he's been really good week in, week out. And we haven't talked about him too much, and that's that's Ohio State's Kate Stover. I think he's just been really good this year. And Another nice performance. Not gaudy numbers with 70 yards, four catches. Had that great uh, catch down the seam where he's just a big dog. Um, you know, he's, he's built like a, he's built like a big red and I love it. Um, just kind of rolls and he's, he's tough to bring down. He's got good hands. He just, he's just really consistent. I don't know. I thought he's been just really good week in, week out this year. And you, you're watching every bucket's game. And I was going to ask, he has and...
1: a seam monster and really great after the catch.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, um, but like, I don't know, maybe, maybe a, I was going to say maybe not enough love, but I don't know. He's been really good.
1: Uh, I, Ohio State's DBs also played really well in this yeah, game. Specifically, did. I put Josh Proctor down, but I yeah. thought Jordan Hancock stepped up with Denzel Burke out. Lathan Ransom had another nice game. But Proctor, it's the range, and what he's doing coming downhill, running the alley, Like he's just looked like a top senior safety. Just the instincts and coverage, the physicality mm-hmm. as a tackler, I thought against this. Penn, Penn State's offense is really bleh,
0: It was. Neither the backs could get going at all and
1: yeah Penn State when Penn State doesn't have a good receiver, it's uh, tough goings.
0: Uh anyone else you got?
1: No, that's everyone for me.
0: Okay, let's move let's move it.
1: Can I can I just mention for sliding down the board off the top a guy who didn't play, just Trivion Henderson the second straight week not playing for this undisclosed injury, but suiting up against Penn State. Very strange. Yeah. And and a guy who's who was potentially competing to be the number one back in this class and had his moments early in the season, but uh, I think just like this is weird and like looked great against Notre Dame and hasn't played since. It's just very strange.
0: It is strange, and like like we talked about, the whole class has just been. I mean, I was gonna put I was gonna put the Michigan backs here, but um, let's stick with Penn State. I think I think do we start with Kalen King? Is that the highlight here?
1: Yeah, got called on a DPI. Got called on holding on the strip sack. Yeah, uh, that was returned for a touchdown. Got got by Marvin Harrison for the second straight year. A couple times, yeah, it was a tough go.
0: Just had that one where like Marvin just bodied like I don't know King wasn't looking for the ball and Marvin Harrison Jr. just bodied him and made that great catch. It just felt like a lot. I was like you know it's just him and kind of off and just constantly Marvin Harrison Jr. coming under underneath him and like they like got third and five just underneath first down. Him and in and out you know just ho hum and yeah just um. I don't know if it really hurts his stock, but when teams go to look at this, you know, they they want to see him against the best receivers and every receiver every every corner's gonna look bad against Marvin Harrison Jr., but it was not a great performance. He it felt like he never had that like you know, that one play to kind of keep him in the matchup. It it just felt like it was kinda getting beaten over and over again.
1: Um Going way off the actually yeah going way off the beaten path. I just want to say Frank Gore Jr. on the weeknight against South Alabama, really nothing going on there, and it's been a tough year for Southern Miss in general. Um, but just thirty-seven yards was not breaking tackles, was getting hit right around the line of scrimmage. He's had a really iffy year after being the workhorse that carried mm-hmm. them last season. Uh, he's averaging under four yards per attempt this year. Um, it's a tough. It's a tough. I guess he's a redshirt junior still, but yeah, been a
0: tough year. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick at Penn State. Who another guy who's had a tough year transferring in? Dante Seafish just hasn't hasn't stuck at Penn State. He had he had those couple catches late in the game. Um, it felt like when they were kind of the broadcast was kind of, you know, getting on him and he kind of woke up, but. For what what could have been a really big transfer for you know both him and the team and you kind of mentioned that they haven't had receivers although I think you Keandre know, Lambert Smith played pretty solid and I was going to mention uh, him later
1: I, I put him for maybe looks too because I think he looked bad
0: I don't know we'll, we'll talk about it in a sec um but yeah Cephas has just really been so disappointing
1: yeah he has he's been a non-factor
0: yeah which sucks I mean we both liked him a lot uh, playing Mac and yeah it kind of sucks
1: um. As for non-quarterbacks, the only other guy, I put Jared Verse, just another like yeah, like he he had uh, a nice pressure late in the game, but I thought Graham Barton won those battle a lot of those battles. Um, I also thought less impactful against the run, like because we we've been saying a lot of weeks where he's not taking over as a passer, so he's looked quite yeah. good as a run defender. I thought less so in this game against Duke. Um, he looks more more like a. The best senior edge, maybe, but more like a mid to late for round strong guy than like that top five guy we were talking about
0: yeah. in the summer. Yeah, I totally agree. I kind of put him in the, I had a couple overhyped, and I put him there because like I still, I still see him in that top 10, um, you know, in mocks. Um, I think that's just like people not catching up yet to, to hey, actually AJ, what's going on. Yeah.
1: Maybe we should do a mock next week. Uh,
0: that's a good idea. <laughs> wow. So Stay tuned for that. Out,
1: because we have the right opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm sure we'll get all of it right but no like i just think that yeah like he hasn't been dominant he hasn't yeah. stepped up and it's been kind of meh um I, i'm gonna put i'm gonna put the duo of uh, donovan edwards and to a lesser extent blake quorum who obviously quorum coming off the injury it's always gonna be a bit of a tough road and you know his scoring touchdowns for touch. touch. about? <laughs> yeah <quarter> winner, probably. <laughs> he probably will yeah um I don't know. Just also like the the offensive line being new and everything. I just, the running game hasn't been as good. And it feels like Corum's kind of, uh, I don't know. He, he's still, he's still got some chunks, but he's, he's not the same. Um, but Edwards is much, much, much more concerning. Obviously has not been very productive this year, but like, even when he gets the chances and there's a hole and you're like, okay, here, here's finally the big run coming. And it's like, he'll go down on first contact or like, won't make a guy yeah. miss. And it's like, what is what's up here? And, they haven't gotten him going too much in the passing game. He's still, I think, he's still like really, you know, a monster factor there, and he's going to be. But yeah, just concerning as a back, and I don't know, maybe, maybe he ends up coming back to Michigan. So I mean, I guess not because they're going to get death penalty. But he comes back and plays <laughs> in college football somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, it been disappointing here from Edwards, very much so. But even draft wise, Corum.
1: Uh, okay. Can I rattle off a couple quarterbacks? Yeah, please. Um, Austin Reed against Jacksonville State, and he's playing right now against Liberty, and he's not looking great. Uh, I feel like yeah, he's
0: I, hasn't been great overall this year. From the no, well Western Kentucky as
1: a whole, I, th- I feel like it was losing Ben Arbuckle as OC to Wazoo mm-hmm. was kind of under the radar just because he Arbuckle replaced Kitley, and it, yeah. it looked great. And I feel like there's just been a big drop off. It's uh, from that.
0: really hard to replace whole season back back-to-back seasons.
1: Um, Michael Penix looks pretty iffy against Arizona State. Uh, Caleb Williams against Utah. Yeah. And before Riley, like, Riley Leonard just... I don't think he probably should have been playing. Like, yep. he clearly couldn't move because his whole thing is his running ability. He had one carry, that nice little scramble. But yeah. he... I've not been on in on the Riley Leonard train and and just the way it's gone this year, even before the injury, like I thought he didn't look anything near a first round quarterback. I think he's gonna be back at Duke.
0: I think so too. I, like, I,
1: I mean, not that stats are everything, but the man's thrown three touchdowns this year. Yeah, yeah. He's Mac Jones, that, but can move. Uh, although Mac Jones is great, he
0: was back. killing it. Yeah, go go Pats. Uh, but like, Leonard's always had that. Like, do quarterbacks have yeah. that? Like, you know, they need a senior bowl bump makeup, and Leonard's always kind of been that. Um, he's, so he
1: needs to go back. Cause he's not. Is he? He's a true junior. Yeah, uh, he, he needs. So he to. has to go back. He has to go Gymnagy back. Nagy no, would love. Him. <laughs>
0: I think he will go back. I, I agree with you. Um, I think that's everyone for me. Um, yeah,
1: that's everyone for me. Out of nowhere prospect.
0: I got a couple. Um, One, I thought one of the bright spots for the Nittany Lions was uh, their nickel, uh, Daquan Hardy, who I thought had a really strong game there. Undersized guy, so he's kind of going to be a full-time nickel at 5'9", 181. But was making lots of plays. Had, I think, like three PBUs, half a TFL. Um, I thought he looked strong there on the inside. Um, Obviously, the (laughs) the star of the show was on the outside, but... I mean, Harrison Jr. came in the slot a little bit. But anyways, um, looked good there. I
1: also, put, I also put him, just so, you know.
0: Yeah. Thank you for telling me. I'm glad I know. Here, what would you like about Hardy?
1: Dude's just, like, everything you want in there. Yeah, yeah. Feisty. Also, yeah, two punt returns, touchdowns last week. Like, no one he can do that if you need it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he was the, by far, I thought the... Off the bat, the most impressive Penn State defender and like had the best game throughout. Uh,
0: yeah, um, I thought I thought Adisa him and Isaac had a good yeah, game too. That's what I was about to mention. Yeah, I thought those two were the stand and and Olu on the front on the on the offense, but I thought those two on the defense were kind of the, the best players.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hardy's a good one, and that leads me to my press where you Made me look stupid, Keyontre Lambert Smith. Who I now let me preface it with this: I'm pretty sure over the summer I was talking about. It, this guy could be the top senior receiver in the class. Uh, I think this guy can trend towards, like, top 50 territory with the – I just loved the fluidity. I loved the release package. Um, and I just think it's been a pretty, like – it's been a fine year. And I just – like, pretty at Ohio State.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, didn't – you know step up i thought he played well but like you know six catches 52 yards and but
1: not to the level like i i had hoped he would become this year yeah i mean he's kind of like he wasn't bad but he's just not that game changer
0: no, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, I, he had the one where um, Aller just kind of hung one up to give him a chance, and like he nearly got it, but like it was held the whole play. So I think he could have, like, he could have. I put him for outplay play the box score potentially. I thought he could have had more, some more plays, but yeah, he hasn't been great. Um, I, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like I still do like him, but you're right. He just hasn't made that step up. Yeah. Who who you got? I put uh i forgot to write one down so give me a good one who made me look stupid uh jim harbaugh for being jim, yeah oh fuck yeah that's embarrassing uh yeah uh, the first prospect matchup? yeah i thought i thought it was jt and olu but we kind of we yeah. got we got into that one already if uh, you got i i
1: no, that's a, that's what i had i thought i was like normally i try to pick something that we won't I've already talked about it, but it like that it was, was too it, good. You know?
0: Yeah, it was too good. We got into that one. Okay, I, get, I got a fun Loki one though.
1: Loki, like Marvel.
0: Yeah, this is all yeah. a plug. Go download Disney Plus Ma- and uh, subscribe. <laughs> no,
1: Marvel, Mar- 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 Maserati,
0: Marv. Oh, Maserati, Marv. Um, speaking of pass catchers, though, how about how about the battle of the uh, transfer tight ends to the as you see in Caden uh, Prescorn, and Rivaldo Fairweather. Put it on a show. Fairweather had a touchdown. scoring had that like early nice catch and run. It was really just to just to give us something that wasn't Jr. here. More... <laughs> Our guys though. Oh, so, um, okay.
1: prospect to a bar the box score.
0: I was going to mention Keiondre Lambert Smith here. We just talked about him, but my highlight was was clearly J.C. Latham, who I just needed to get him in here. Um,
1: okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I went with Graham Barton, so I also choose offensive line i just thought graham barton looked really good against like because he's a guy who i think we both think is going to kick inside but he yeah. held up well against jared versus patrick payton yeah and i thought that like duke could run the ball despite riley leonard not being a factor in, in the run game they ran for 197 yards i thought barton looked really good playing with awesome pad level awesome um power at the point of attack and was like kind of not washing versus out of the play, but like handling business against them.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Byron's been really good this year. That's a guy that like I don't know. He's he's stepped up, and like you said, we kind of feel like he's more of an inside guy, and he's been damn good at tackle.
1: Um, uh, or overhyped.
0: Yeah, I, this one's a bit of a heat check for me. I I don't know. I gotta know how you feel on this. So obviously, coming out of like coming into last week, the Washington Oregon game, and out of it. It felt like the hype got big for like you know Washington's top three receivers and how all of them could be like top. I don't know. I think I swear I saw people saying top sixty and obviously I'm there with Odunze, but like I don't I don't think Jalen Polk is that type of dude. Um, I'm not top one hundred maybe, but I think he's still more of like a fourth or fifth round guy and he's been great. And he's been like he was—he was their best pass catcher this weekend, at Arizona State too. But I just think he's kind of getting uh, elevated with with the talent around him. Uh, I don't know if he's that type of dude on his own. That said, you know I still have to kind of really dig in on him. I do like him, but it just feels like he's kind of getting swept up in the in the Husky hype, is what I'm going to call it. I like that.
1: Um, no, that that's good because I, I do think like he is more of a midday three. Yeah, I think and, right it's also like very reactionary. where Nobody's like sat down and watched the all twenty two exactly. And had like, I that is the worst part of the college season where it's like, oh, this guy's a guaranteed and obviously, like we we do it a bit too. But oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's like content. The yeah. Whole, this show is that. Um, but it's like, oh, this guy's definitely rising in the second round, and then it's like fast forward three months, and like no, nobody's even talking about him. Yeah,
0: but like, I was, like I, you know, I was like the the. I read like, like you know, Dane Brugler and stuff was saying that type of stuff. I'm like, and that, I think I saw other guys repeat it, like, like respectable guys. And it's like that feels just too, too hot. And I mean, like, if you want to say that about, um, I mean, if you want to call Doomsday a riser, then obviously, if you want to say that about McMillan, I know he's been, you know, uh, in and out of the lineup, but yeah. I'm, I'm down for McMillan. But I think Polk is just—he's been good, but I think he's just a little, a little too hot right now. What
1: we'll Giles Jackson?
0: Okay, well, that's that's my guy. I got out of Michigan when they were when, when the time was right. Smart.
1: Um, I went with Joe Milton because we're watching this Tennessee Alabama. He balled. What are you talking about? Hot start. The Squirrel White touchdown, which was like they were acting like he's Patrick Mahomes. That killed That me. throw when it was yeah. like Squirrel White made like one of the best catches you're going to see all year. And all they're talking about is how great a throw it is from Joe Milton, who's found his stuff. And like they ended up losing. And he ends up, like, good style, 271, mm-hmm. two scores, ran for 59. He averaged 6.6 per attempt. He's, like, he's clearly still struggling with inaccuracy. He's got the huge arms. He's just a complete project as a prospect, though, and I, I just people really want him to work for some reason. And, like, it's the Josh Hoople is lends to him putting up huge numbers.
0: Yeah, and uh, he hasn't looked that good in it. Like, it's... No. I, yeah. Hey, you know what? Perfect, perfect segue here because uh I mean, I already hit you with the this, this is three in a row: Charles Jackson, <laughs> Joe Milton, and now how about transferring into Michigan? I hit it, I hit it with you last week for my transfer popped on the scene. But I'm going back to the barn dog. AJ Barner's legit. AJ Barner's legit. Jim Nagy is never wrong. He's a draftable tight end. All right, I think PFF has him as like the the best run blocky tight end in the country this year. Uh, and he, it's pretty much all he's been doing this year. But this week he was like a legit th- receiving threat. He had eight catches, 99 yards, and a touchdown. Um, hands looked good. He looks reliable. He looked, he looked really athletic in space. Nagy's never wrong. Nagy's Neg- never wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. Like he's he looks like he's an actual draftable t- tight end, Rob. I'm sorry. Um.
1: <laughs> okay. Transfer who popped on the scene. That's okay. my guy. Gardner. No, no, For me is Tess oh, okay. Johnson. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh he's he transferred from Troy. He's kinda like this jitterbug with he's mm-hmm. very undersized. He's Bonex's um adopted brother, which is cool. Uh six catches, ninety four yards of score. He just like Kind of in that Isaiah McKenzie mold to me. Yeah. It's like your fourth, fifth receiver. You get him in there. You do some pop passes. Do him get the ball in his hands. He can, he can separate because he's just a superb athlete. Uh, I think he's just a really fun player.
0: He is a lot of fun. That's a good one. Um, I didn't mention him anywhere, but, the, you know, the Washington State, not, I mean, he technically is a Hawaii transfer. So here you go. Lincoln Victor was all over. You know, had 16 yeah, catches, a buck 61.
1: He, he had like 10 catches in the first half.
0: Yeah. And I think that was the wazoo record, which, I mean, is saying something when, you know, they had the whole air raid days. Um, I mean, you know, they've been in ARA days, baby. Yeah, I thought that was a good one. Hawaii transfer—that's that's cool too. I, a couple years ago, but still.
1: Um, small school guy who caught your eye. Speaking of Hawaii, oh, I know yours is uh, ring. <laughs> no, not me. This is you. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay <so laughs> yeah, uh, the whole program, the the stadium, the new stadium they're building in uh, Hawaii. Man, that looks like it's gonna be a special place. Yeah, no, uh,
1: be like Vanderbilt, play in the stadium while it's being built.
0: I know it's kind of rude, right? Uh, no, I thought, I thought just, you could pick guys on that JMU defense.
1: Uh, yeah. you could pick anyone on JMU.
0: Pretty much. I picked,
1: yeah. I picked the receiver Reggie Brown.
0: Yeah, Reggie Brown was good too. Go on.
1: Buck 26 and a score against Marshall. Um, he had this one rep where it was a vertical route. He stacked the corner perfectly. He tracked the ball mm-hmm. so well. Outstretched arms. Bam. It's a hell of a catch, yeah. Like, NFL's looking type of uh wide receiver in terms of build too. Um what's he listed at AJ as this loads? He's listed at six one one ninety five. Um like he's been awesome this year and he's a mm-hmm. six year senior, but a guy who like I know there's no NFL felt able, but maybe he gets to this round Who knows?
0: Who knows? Uh yeah that's a good one. I mean I think like just anyone you want to name on champions defense too. Just such such a fucking unit. Um their their linebacker uh, Walker too was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean that. Just just let JMU go to the nearest Six game, please. Just let let them have that bid. Uh, NCAA corrupt for many reasons this week, Rob. Trying to frame Harbaugh and whatnot, but yeah, let them go. Like what? Who's har- What who is that harming, Rob? Who is that harming?